Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and if this is not the first time you've listened to my podcast, you may be noticing some changes, like I've just shortened the intro. Um, You know, we're 230 plus episodes in, why not change it? I love to play. So we're playing with this and we're shortening the intro. This episode features Scott Roberts and Emily Rose Somerset from the Heavily Meditated podcast. I love Scott and Emily. They are so amazing. And I've been on their podcast. They've contributed to the Meditation Mondays series on this podcast. We have a great, we have a great discussion. And there's a bonus clip um, that you can get. If you go to the show notes, you will find a link and you can get Scott and Emily's um, amazing tips for manifestation, for creating the life that you want. Um, They give some fantastic advice. So if you want this conversation to keep going when you're finished, just go to the show notes, click the link, and you'll receive that amazing content. Also in the show notes, you can get the link to all of the sponsors of the Meditation Conversation. I would so appreciate if you went there and you supported them. You support the show when you support them. And you can also go to karagoodwin.com and check out the Meditation Immersion 21-Day Course and the Healing Hearth Membership for ongoing coaching and support. If you want to go deeper into your meditation practice or you're looking for community, these are amazing resources and I would be so happy to connect with you in that way. So here we go. Please enjoy this episode with Scott Roberts and Emily Rose Somerset. I'm so excited to be with you both. I was on their podcast, Heavily Meditated. It's been a couple of months now, Mm -hmm. um, but I had such a great time. And we've also been together um, on Neopositivity's Thoughts Thoughts Become Things Summit. (laughs) And um, so it's just wonderful to see you both again. Thank you so much for being here. And it's not 5 a.m. in Hawaii and it's still dark outside. So I'm excited we've got some sunshine today. (laughs) I know. It's so fun to connect with you guys because you're in Hawaii and I'm here in Indiana in the Midwest. And um, I, I find it like remarkable. We were talking about this before we got started that, you know, it's just like sunny beach weather for you right now. And it's only the Christmas trees giving away that it's (laughs) heading into winter there for you. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's funny because Emily and I have basically been chasing summer for the better part of like seven years now. So, so our blood is thin so much to where now when it gets down into the upper sixties and lower seventies, we start breaking out the jackets and we're like, oh, it's so cold. <laughs> so you guys are weenies now. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I don't know. I'm still a Colorado girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you both help high-achieving CEOs and business owners and entrepreneurs all over the world optimize their mental health and performance, which enables them to make the impact and perform at the level that they want. 
And I would love to start with your own entrepreneurial journey and how did you get to where you're helping successful business owners today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, our journey really started with Scott. Um, he was in a high pressured sales job and I lost my mind. <laughs> I, uh, I just had a, I, yeah, I just had a major breakdown over it. Just too much stress, not living my life on purpose, living it by default. Um, just going, going, going. Um, I was actually listening to the episode you just dropped with Jake uh, Sasseville this morning and similar stories kind of, of, you know, getting some good success. You know, we bought a, bought homes early and, we're doing well financially, but it was, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and yeah, just building up on that for years and years and not being happy. Just finally had a complete breakdown, was just ready to end my life. Didn't want to be around oh anymore. It was just, yeah, way too much stress. And when that happened, we just kind of took a step back and said, what the heck's going on? Like, this isn't me. Why am I suddenly like getting worse and worse? I'm getting more depressed. I'm you know, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder and saying I had huge mood swings and they put me on medication and things got worse rather than better. The more therapy I did, the more medication I took, the worse I got. It got to a point where they were saying that they might like try ECT, you know, the um, electroconvulsive therapy. <laughs> so is that where they, they stimulate the brain with electricity? Yeah. Yeah. So they were saying like, that may help, may not, you may lose memory. We don't know, but maybe it'll help. And they just kept pumping me full of more and more drugs, trying to, you know, balance me, but it just got worse and worse. I was getting sicker. I was gaining weight. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we knew that something had to change. So we Mm -hmm. turned to meditation, started really studying human consciousness. We got turned on to Eckhart Tolle. Uh, he really blew our minds wide open. And, you know, we just dove really deep into it, especially Emily was like just instrumental in helping me like start to understand what was going on. Cause it, 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 it literally felt like I had two different minds, you know, which not, really? not knowing then like unconscious and <laughs> conscious, you know, I just thought it, it's literally like I have two different people living in my head. One person's really logical and sane and really sweet, loving, and the other person's completely crazy and always you know, going up and down and just, you know, just unhappy all the time. So, uh, yeah, we just got really heavy into studying human consciousness, started really diving deep into meditation and yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we decided uh, as we were driving up to Aspen in Colorado to go for President's Day weekend, we were driving up there. And while I'm driving, Emily just said, all right, well, let's start talking about what we really want for our lives. And so while we drove up there, I dictated and she wrote down and we literally just started planning out what our dream life would be. And so while we were there, I signed up for um, a yoga teacher training because I had been practicing yoga for a while, Um, dove deep into that. And within a year, had left my job, uh, started teaching yoga full time. We were traveling to the Caribbean and teaching yoga there. and then we decided we would start our own company, which originally was based around retreats for yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we went into product. Uh, so we uh, started our own company called Love Mat Yoga mm-hmm. um, and started making yoga mats. And um, yeah, so no just kidding. did it all on our own. You know, Emily had a great background in marketing. I had a great background in sales. So we just uh, 
did it all on our own, mm-hmm. started everything up. You know, we were both working full-time jobs, but doing that, you know, on our spare time so that we were only working, what, 12 or 14 hours a day at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, only. Yeah. Well, now, so did that change because that's still very intense, you know, from a work perspective, but because you, maybe you were more aligned with something that was intrinsic within you, were you over that hurdle of the extreme stress and anxiety and, and all of that? Yeah. So I think, you know, what I want your listeners to take away from this is that, you know, obviously we want you to begin to premeditate and create this beautiful future for yourself. But simultaneously, if you are dealing with high levels of stress, anxiety, depression, just anything that comes along with being human, being in kind of that high pressure job, um, it's so important that you begin to learn how to, you know, self-regulate your, 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 your mind and your emotions. So it's becoming the conscious observer of what's going on, you know, connecting to that conscious awareness within yourself that can be the witness to oh, every time someone says something to me in this way, I instantly feel the sensation, this this feeling, this emotion in my body, and it makes me angry. It makes me stressed. It makes me whatever, you know, the emotion that you identify with. And just bearing witness going, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, I think this thought, this outside circumstance is happening and it's impacting me in this way. I'm allowing it to impact me in this way because up until this point, I didn't know that I can actually hold it at a distance and say, you know what, I'm not going to allow this circumstance, this thought, this belief to impact my, my physiology in the way that I've allowed it to do in the past. And so, you know, what we did was, you know, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth was the first book that I found that um, really explained what I was beginning to understand what was going on with Scott. Because I actually was very happy <laughs> other than just being worried about him and his mental health. Um, but, you know, I could see the duality. I could see when he was very conscious and aware and present and kind of that source energy. And then I can also see when, when the human being, you know, <laughs> was at play and all these little beliefs and paradigms um, that he was taught and absorbed into his subconscious as a child were playing out. It was like this little broken record that certain things would activate it, trigger it, you know, whatever, however you want to define that. And then, but I could see who he truly, who he truly is and who, you know, I see it, all of us, (laughs) so much beauty and um, yeah, just our, our highest essence. And so, so we simultaneously, you know, Scott started, you know, meditating, you know, meditation, yoga, using a lot of breath work to begin to like, once he noticed, Oh, this is, you know, triggering me, activating me. Let me get into down dog. (laughs) Let me start breathing. Let me breathe Mm -hmm. through these emotions that are on, you know, they're just on autopilot because that's what the subconscious is. We think a thought, those little chemicals travel down through our central nervous system. Um, They get distributed to different parts of our body and then we feel them. And so it was more of like, all right, here, here it goes again. So let me use the breath to be able to, you know, start to breathe into these autopilot emotions that I've been practicing since childhood. (laughs) Um, And then obviously, you know, through life, we accumulate more 
you know, responses to life and, you know, the meaning that we give them, um, whether we give them positive or negative meaning. And so we were doing that while also beginning to use meditation, which we, we've done it since we were children. You know this, <laughs> you know this, Kara. <laughs> but um, yeah. envisioning, well, what does a life look like where he's doing something that makes him feel amazing, that he's contributing in a way that feels aligned, like you said. So, yeah. so it's this, just these two beautiful practices, you know, if you're in a yeah. situation that Scott's in, or maybe you're not, maybe you're, you know, just life's going really well, but then you also feel like there's something else out there for you, that there's something more that you're meant to do than um, meditation, such a beautiful tool to be able to shut out the outside world, forget everything that you've been taught and just kind of pushing all your current beliefs to the side and begin to use that beautiful, you know, faculty of imagination to start dreaming up something beautiful for yourself. A life that's beautiful yourself for yourself. Yeah. That, um, however many different layers you want to add to that life of the experiences, the people, you know, just how you experience life in general. I love that. Yeah. And I do want to talk about manifestation and leveraging thoughts and emotions. Um, I'm really curious about your yoga mat business though. Do you still make yoga mats? Um, we have put it on the back burner, yeah. but we've been discussing bringing it back to life yeah. because it, it was, yeah, we had so much fun with it and so many people really loved our mat because it was all natural rubber. So renewable, sustainable resource. And, um, it was also very fashion forward. So it wasn't your typical, you know, Brown booger green, green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which are beautiful natural colors, yeah. but you know, a lot of the yogis out there want something that's a little bit more fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you, you talked a bit, um, you mentioned that drive up to Aspen and how you were, I mean, you were projecting into uh, your ideal future. You mentioned that that was a big part of um, your practice with um, with Scott in particular as he was going through the the hardest part there um, to, you know, what is the ideal life? What's the life that we're, we're wanting to work for? Um, how can you give some tips for people about leveraging the power of thoughts and emotions mm -hmm. to create your reality? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, you know, especially for anybody that's listening to this, if you're currently in a situation where your life is very filled with stress or, you know, you're having issues with anxiety, depression, that sort of thing. One of the most important things, I know we talked about this when you're on the podcast, the thing that's so amazing about meditation and the reason I love Meditation conversation is because we're having this conversation about how meditation can meet you wherever you are. There's a form of meditation for everybody, for whatever thing you need from it. So for me, when I first got into it, obviously I was in a really stressful work situation and, you know, it, it, it was this real world high pressure, high stress feeling that I was having all the time. So for me, it was about trying to relax trying to calm down, but also part of it became really becoming familiar with my mind, like understanding why I was thinking the thoughts I was thinking, why I was having the feelings I was having and why I was having the reactions and taking action the way I was. And so if you're, if you're listening to this and you're wanting to learn more about meditation, the best thing you can do is begin by 
you know, following somebody, studying with somebody that can teach you techniques. But really, it comes down to starting to become more present. So you've an easy way to do that is by focusing on your breath. When you focus really, really deeply on your breath, it just naturally takes your attention towards that and away from the other things that are going on, the stress, the anxiety, that sort of thing. And so when you're focused on your breath and really thinking about it, you know, we're, you know, we're always subconsciously breathing, unconsciously breathing. We breathe whether we're awake or asleep, it doesn't matter. You know, our, our autonomic nervous system is always working and keeping that going for us. But when you shift your consciousness towards breathing, it changes the way your brain works. And so you start to really get really, really focused on that and not on everything else. So again, just, you know, if you're starting this, focus on your breath, you know, that's the easiest place to start. And when you do that, it'll at least shift your focus towards something that you can control and that you can feel more pleasant with than the outside circumstances that are trying to draw your attention. Mm -hmm. And then the second piece too, is just realizing that if you're in a high stress situation and you're really activated and you're angry, you're upset, you're nervous, you're anxious, whatever, like don't, don't try and take yourself straight from that high stress situation right into, okay, I'm just going to get really quiet and sit down and just enjoy my thoughts right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, move your body, like, you know, do a, do a moving meditation that uses physical energy so that it helps shift that feeling in your body away from the stress and the tightness and the anxiousness instead towards like your aerobic system beginning to work, beginning to use your muscles, beginning to use your body so that you're moving that energy around. And then after you've exhausted yourself a little bit doing that type of thing, then you can come to like a seated or lying down meditation and you can find more relaxation there. You know, the thoughts won't be racing so much. So mm -hmm. those are the tips that I have when you're first starting, especially. Yeah. Yeah. The, the goal really is, is to disrupt your normal habit of thought and in, in motion. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, the breath work or moving meditation, whether it's yoga or if it's running, skiing, any kind of dance, <laughs> you know, it's mm -hmm. like you're used to thinking and feeling in a certain way over and over and over again. And it's usually the same thoughts and feelings day after day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. let me do something to hit pause so that I can be in a neutral space where I can begin to think and feel new thoughts, feel new emotions. So that's yeah. really yeah. the goal there. Yeah. And then I love that. Get there. You have a nice blank slate, nice clean <laughs> palette to paint, to paint on. <laughs> we want to use the art analogy. <laughs> yeah. I love that because we really are like, it's, um, I see it kind of like as pathways. So we have like neural pathways, like if it's, and like you're talking about, if we have these patterns, these, um, pathways that are really entrenched because we've just habitually gone there, you know, for years or decades maybe, but where, you know, oh, somebody does this and it activates me in a specific response mm -hmm. and I'll cycle through those thoughts, you know, because it's this well-worn mm -hmm. groove. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, I love that, like using movement, using different things within the body. I think that's um, one of the benefits of tapping, for example. I'm not a huge tapping EFT practitioner, but mm -hmm. um, I have just noticed it in my limited exposure to it, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're 
interrupting mm-hmm. that patterning, you know, at, at an energetic level mm-hmm. through that. And it's kind of giving you something new, like you're saying. Like, you so know, rubbing your belly and tapping your head, you know, you, you can only focus <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. y'all, you're, all of your tune is going to like trying to master that and keep yeah. that going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love right. That. Yeah. Well, right. Even, I love that. You know, we were talking about it this morning. It's, it's like, if you, you know, if you think about it in this way that ultimately your your body, your human experience of your body is basically your computer. So the tower of your computer or your laptop or whatever, and then the hardware within you, what you know runs the functions and the programs is like your hardware. So your brain, your heart, your lungs, your liver, your kidneys, all that. So those are the physical things that are, you know, the hardware that are running the programs. But then you have the operating system in your mind, which is the conscious and the subconscious. And whether we know it or not, somebody else put that software program into us. We didn't write that program. That was all given to us and delivered to us, whether we wanted it or not. And everything that we do in our lives is a product of that past programming that we receive from other people and how that relates to how we process information that comes in now. So everything that we experience in the present moment is based off of programs that we've been given from the past. So if we don't access those programs, the computer starts to slow down, it starts to get glitchy, it starts to crash, right? So we have to go back in, we have to wipe those old programs that aren't serving us and we have to reinstall new programs. So the best way to do that is by starting to get really familiar with your mind. And, you know, meditation is one of the best ways to start that process. And, you know, we've talked about it. I think when you're on the podcast, we talked a little bit about the work that Emily does with RTT. And that's that to me is like mindset work on steroids. It's like just this incredible way to like go into your subconscious and and to really like, especially when you're familiar with your mind because you meditate. You start to see the patterns of thought. You start to recognize, like when you sit down for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour in complete silence and just notice the thoughts you have, you start to notice patterns. You start to see, well, every time when I sit down, I start to think this. Like every time somebody says something, I think this because of something that happened in the past. And that's how I you know, process that information. So when you get really familiar with that, you start to get really capable of of finding like where that programming is in your mind and and how to access it and then when you do like rtd with emily you can go in and now you're now you're really familiar with that pattern you have now you can go in and actually just pluck it out and say all right you know this isn't getting me to where i want to go but i know if i think this way it will so let's reprogram let's get better software let's upgrade the system You know, it's time to download a new OS so I can actually max. Yeah. Well, so with this RTT, this rapid transformational therapy, Mm -hmm. um, I love the analogy of, of the, you know, new OS and, and, um, you know, knowing where that program is and then updating it. But um, what can you share about the practicalities of that? Like how that's done in practice? Yeah, so um, the session itself is really powerful. It's, it's, you know, anywhere between 90 minutes to two hours. But I, I basically go in, I use hypnotherapy to, you know, open up my client's subconscious mind. 
So I have access to it. Then I use regression and we go back to several moments where this belief was formed that is creating this, this challenge, this issue, this problem in this person's life. And then I'm able to go in there and we find them and then we disrupt them and then we reframe them. Um, and when we do that, we start to, you know, um, prune apart those old synaptic connections. And then I use, um, you know, kind of a hypnotherapy meditation in order to start to create new neural pathways and make new connections. And so um, it, you only need one to three sessions with this, this therapy. And it's not your typical therapy. It's like, you know, my clients, we just, I always say, let's go into your subconscious and let's have some fun. Let's see what's in there. There's nothing for you to fear. I want you to be just the observer of what happened in the past. And let's go ahead and address these, pull those suckers out of the roots, <laughs> and let's start to create some new neural pathways so that you can start thinking and feeling in a new way that's going to create the outcome in the future that you want. So it's, it's very, very quick. And we've done it ourselves, and it, it, it works. Like Everyone has such an instant um, I always just call them a miracle. Yeah. Like as soon as I'm done with the session, I can see this peace on their face. Our subconscious is the body mind and it, it, it basically, um, is a controlling intelligence in our body and it catalogs everything. So when we pull out these old, you know, belief systems out of the body, these old emotions, a lot of people will start coughing, sneezing because we're releasing all the stored energy in their body that was very dense. And so it's like, they're finally uh, like, you know, because it's usually in the root, you know, those root mm -hmm. centers that we store a lot of um, those old, you know, traumas. And it doesn't have to be a big trauma. It can be something as simple as, you know, like I had one of my clients, um, she was wanting to earn a more money in her business. And we went back to a moment where she was... Um, working on a farm and she was a young woman, but there was an older woman that was making more money than her. And, you know, she wasn't making as much money, but she was working twice as hard, you know, as this other woman. And so it was just something as simple as that, you know, along with, you know, maybe, you know, your parents aren't able to afford to pay for Christmas presents. And so you feel like you, you know, you have to, you can't have nice things that you always have to be conservative with your money, just things like that. And so, yeah, once we're able to release it, then it creates this, just this peace is on there, like this inner, like freedom, peace, just like, <laughs> it's just there. And you know, I've experienced myself, Scott, I've taken yeah. him through several sessions yeah. he's experienced. And so from that space, then once you have this new recording to reprogram the subconscious to begin to integrate new beliefs and new ways of feeling, you know, and experiencing mm -hmm. Um, these beliefs, then, you know, yeah. just magic yeah, happens. It's just, yeah, like, and in, it's in, so powerful instantly, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. What are, so you had the example of like uh, money blocks. What are some other examples that you've helped people address with through so RTT? A big thing um, anxiety, yeah. <laughs> anxiety, stress, um, you know, sometimes guilt. Because a lot of, you know, there are a lot of parents out there that are working really hard and, you know, they might feel guilt that they're not able to spend more time with their, their families or children, um, their friends, um, sleep. You know, I've partnered with a um, wonderful man by the name of Devin Burke, who has a sleep science academy. 
And so a lot of his clientele come to me to help, you know, sleep better. So we can go in and, you know, again, use that hypnotherapy to open up the subconscious, go in, um, you know, with regression, find out what the cause of the insomnia or the difficulty sleeping is or staying asleep is because it's just, it's just, um, it's all with our minds. (laughs) That's amazing. I would never have thought about it helping with sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really powerful. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, again, when you go back to the analogy of like, you know, the operating system and the programs and all that, like when you, when you understand that everything, like, Everything that we experience in life is a result of our programming, be it positive, negative, good, bad, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when you when you have a a tool like meditation and like RTT that allows you to go in and access that program and change it, it's 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 a major game changer. I, I mean, I've I've been meditating every day for the past, I guess, 17 almost years now and have been meditating off and on for close to 40 and I got more out of a session of RTT than I did after years of meditating, not because meditation doesn't work, but just because it's easier. <laughs> you know, it's, it's meditation can be challenging, especially when you're first starting learning it, like learning a technique that works for you and learning from somebody, I think really, really helps. Like when they have somebody like you or us or anybody that's in this field that like really studies meditation and, and teaches it then you get access to something so much more quickly than you would if you try and do everything on your own. So anybody listening, if you're interested in doing meditation, always get somebody to help you that has been on the journey before. So you don't have to take so long to get there yourself. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you can, yeah, we can have somebody to help you walk you through that, it makes it easier, but it can be challenging when you first start, if you've never done it before. And, you know, we've, yeah. we've worked with clients that, I mean, they work, 12, 14, 16 hours a day sometimes. And so it's, it's legitimate for them to say, I don't know if I have time to meditate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you really have another hour to meditate? Maybe not, but if you can do two minutes to start, you're going to start to see changes and consistency is the biggest thing with it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely like a cumulative effect. Similar with breathing, you know, you guys, you both were talking about breathing and you can have such a healing experience with breath work through one session. And it's, you know, those cumulative effects are, are for real. (laughs) Well, yeah. And you were like studying people like Wim Hof, like who really yes. get into this whole other level of breathing. And, 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 and I had an interesting experience with it last Christmas. I came down with symptoms of what felt certainly from all the, all the, you know, statistics would say that it felt a lot like it was COVID severe fever onset within like a matter of minutes to an hour. Like my temperature just skyrocketed sore throat, started coughing, started getting sick, was vomiting. I mean, it was like full on with, like it just oh my hit gosh. so quickly. And this is like Emily and I both have not had any sort of major illness in decades. Um, and so when it hit, I was like, wow, this is something serious that I've never experienced before. This is really, really bad. And I considered going to the hospital, but I'm like, okay, well, before I go, let me just see what I can do. And I started mm-hmm. doing some breath work because I know that sickness can't live in an oxygen rich environment. So I started doing major breath work. And by the next day, the symptoms had almost disappeared. 
And within two days, I had gone from like literally over a hundred degree temperature, throwing up every few minutes, aching all over to like getting up and going out for a walk. So it, really? breath work has the ability to change so much of your physiology and your system. So yeah, <laughs> breath work, breath work is big for us. We really, really yeah. believe in it. <laughs> you went hop, yeah. hop the heck out of that virus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I do the I do Wim Hof almost every day, yeah. and I just and I always finish it with the push ups, like when you're holding your breath. Yeah, yeah. And I can do like like thirty five push ups yeah. with, with while holding my breath. It's crazy. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, tell tell us how people can find out more about you and your work. Yeah. So, um, I guess heavily meditated podcast.com and then Emily Rose Somerset.com S U M M E R like the season S E T T and traditional Emily Rose. Yeah. And, um, yeah, those are the best places to find us and learn more about us. And then obviously all sorts of social channels. (laughs) Okay. Follow follow the, you know, the little trail that we've left out. Yes. Yeah. But no, the breadcrumbs. Free to listen to, to the podcast because we have some excellent interviews on there, including one with Kara. Do phenomenal. Yes, uh, we've got some meditations on there um, to help you reprogram your mind. So wonderful. That's great. So, well, thank you both yeah. so much. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, thank it's you. It's always been a wonderful. pleasure having these conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. Sorry, I don't know if you could hear my dog in the background. She started groaning. Like, hey, <laughs> she's very relaxed right now. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting what she wants. Yeah. So she's telling that's, what she wants. That's right. There there we go. She's oming or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you again. This has been wonderful. I'm so happy to connect with you both again. And please go and drink up some of that. Um, Hawaiian sunshine for us. <laughs> yes. It looks like a nice day for a hike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, please do. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Thank Kara. You, <laughs> okay. So just a reminder, the conversation does keep going. If you want to hit the show notes and uh, get the bonus clip, I highly recommend it. They give some great advice on manifestations. Go check it out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.